Hello and thank you for joining us once again today for Crossroads Baptist Church Radio Broadcast Ministry. Before we can begin our Bible lesson for today, let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this day. Thank you so much for another opportunity to read your word together. Lord, thank you so much for all the truths that it holds. Lord, help us to learn and to be changed by your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today we find ourselves in Numbers chapter number 16. Numbers chapter number 16. We're going to end up reading most of the chapter here, but we'll start just with verse number 1. The Bible says, Now Korah, the son of Izar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, and Dathan, and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, and On, the sons of Pela, the sons of Reuben, uh, took men. Now, uh, that seems like an odd place to stop, but, but this is essentially, this whole story that we're going to look at today is the story of Korah's rebellion. And what I want to po- start by pointing out is that this man, Korah, was a Levite. Levites were responsible for the care of the tabernacle of the Lord. They were special among the tribes of Israel, and his two friends were Reubenites. His partners in crimes were Reubenites, so we've got some Levite, a Levite, we've got some Reubenites. Verse number two. The Bible says, And they rose up before Moses with certain of the children of Israel, 250 princes of the assembly, famous in the congregation, men of renown. So now we have men that are rising up against God's set leadership for the people of Israel, and they're gathering to themselves all of the popular people. They're gathering to their cause all of the famous people to join in we got to be careful that we don't just follow on or latch on to something just because, well, so-and-so does it or so-and-so is part of that group, and so, you know, it must be good. we got to be careful. Everyone can fall. Everyone can make mistakes. we got to make sure that we're not fighting against God just because we join up with the wrong crowd. So verse number three, what's happening? Well, the Bible says, And they gathered themselves together against Moses and against Aaron and said unto them, Ye take too much upon you, seeing all the congregation are holy, every one of them, and the Lord is among them. Wherefore then lift ye up yourselves above the congregation of the Lord. So so here's the claim, and it's not that uncommon even still today. God had chosen Moses to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt and into the promised land. God spoke to Moses on the backside of the desert from a burning bush. We, we know the story. They've, they've gone through the Red Sea. They, they've done so much. God has made clear that Moses is his chosen leader, and yet Korah is able to garner to himself 250 plus of these famous men, and, and they go to Moses and say, hey, you think you're better than us. You put yourself above us. You take too much upon yourself. It's not Moses' choice. Moses argued with God about whether or not he could be used by God to lead the people. And yet here Korah says, hey, you are the problem. He points to the leadership that God ordained and says, hey, you are just prideful. You're just selfish. You think you're better than us. He lobs these accusations. And you see, he makes that claim. That claim there in the middle of the verse where he says, You take too much upon you, seeing all the congregation are holy, every one of them. Now, this is a tactic. This is a this is a really an error that we gotta watch out for. Not everyone is holy. Not everyone is righteous. Even within a church, even within a ministry, people do 
live unrighteous and unholy, sometimes on purpose, sometimes out of ignorance. If you if you were to look there, I'll just quote it for you. Malachi 2.17 says, Ye have wearied the Lord with your words. Yet ye say, Wherein have we wearied him? When ye say, Everyone that doeth evil is good in the sight of the Lord, and he delighteth in them, or where is the God of judgment? This idea, this notion that, well, everybody's good. It ignores the fact of evil in the world. It ignores the fact that God is a righteous judge and he looks at the deeds, the actions, the thoughts and intents of the heart and he determines who is uh, being, living holy and who is living unrighteously. And here Korah says, all the people of Israel are holy. God is with all of us and so how dare you be the one who communicates with God on our behalf? How, how dare you be the special one? Those who push that notion, uh, is it's nothing new. Uh, it's nothing new. It's, it's prevalent today still. Um, it's an unbiblical position for a leader of God's people to take. First Timothy 5.20 says, Them that sin rebuke before all, that others also may fear. You know what that means? That means people sin, even within the church. And, and at times it is so grievous that, that the necessary step is to rebuke them publicly and say, hey, this person has done this and it is wrong and we are not going to allow that and that's not going to continue. And, and the Bible says we need, to, we need to lead in that way. We, need, we don't need to lead by telling everybody how amazing they are. We need to lead by telling them the truth. 2 Timothy 4.2 says, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, and exhort with all long-suffering and doctrine. Revelation 3.19, the Bible says, As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten, be zealous therefore and repent. If you want people to follow you, if you want to have a big following and be very popular, tell people how amazing they are. Tell people how right they are. Tell people how good of ideas they have. If you want to have people grow in the Lord, though, you're going to need to tell them the truth. And the truth may be sometimes, wow, great job. You did amazing. I gave you a task. You did wonderful. Hey, you read your Bible this week. You, you prayed this week. You did devotions with your family. That's wonderful. It may be opportunities where you can say things like that. It may also be the opposite. Like, brother, what are you thinking? Brother, what are you doing? You got to get back in your Bible. You got to get back faithful to church. You got to quit standing in the middle of the road deciding whether you're for God or for the devil. And you got to get that figured out right away. A, a leader, a leader, whether it be a pastor or deacon, Sunday school teacher, or even mom and dad, a leader in a Christian situation, Christian home, Christian uh, community, whatever it may be, needs to not just tell people, oh, we're all holy needs to be able to tell the honest truth so that people can grow and people can learn. If we are told that we're perfect, how are we ever going to learn? How are we ever going to fix our faults if we don't acknowledge or are told that we have them? Now, if we go back to Numbers chapter 16, look at verse number 4 with me. The response of Moses, the Bible says, when, when Moses heard it, he fell upon his face. And he spake unto Korah and unto all his company, saying, Even tomorrow the Lord will shew who are his and who is holy. And will cause him to come near unto him. Even him whom he hath chosen will he cause to come near unto him. This do. Take you censers, Korah, and all his company, and put fire therein, and put incense in them before the Lord tomorrow. And it shall be that the man whom the Lord doth choose, he shall be holy. Ye, sh uh, ye take too much upon you, ye sons of Levi. 
And Moses said unto Korah, Here I pray you, ye sons of Levi, seemeth it but a small thing unto you that the God of Israel hath separated you from the congregation of Israel to bring you near to himself to do the service of the tabernacle of the Lord and to stand before the congregation to minister unto them? And he hath brought thee near to him and all thy brethren, the sons of Levi, with thee, and seek ye uh, the priesthood also? For which cause both thou and all thy company are gathered together against the Lord, and what is Aaron that ye murmur against him? And Moses sent to call Dathan and Abiram, the sons of uh, Eliab, which said, We will not come up. Now, here we see Moses just lays out the truth. He says, You know what? Your problem isn't with me. Your problem is you're not satisfied with what God has given you to do. These men were Levites. They were special among the tribe of Israel. They were the ones that got to minister unto God in the tabernacle. That was their job. And and 11 other tribes of Israel didn't get to do that. And yet it wasn't enough. And he Moses knew exactly what was going on. He said, is it not enough for you? You want the priesthood also? Lord, help us to be content with the position and the situation that God desires us to be in. When people get discontented, bad things happen. So we saw in verse 4, Moses had a humble response. He bowed himself down. Verse 5, he says, let's leave it up to God. Uh, he reveals Korah's true intention for this uprising. He he um, he calls out and, and the men that support Korah say, we're not going to come. Uh, we're not going to listen to you. And in verse number <clears throat> Oh, let's see here. Verse number 13. Is it a small thing that thou hast brought us up out of a land that floweth out of a land that floweth with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness, except thou make thyself altogether a prince over us? Moreover, thou hast not brought us unto a land that floweth with milk and honey, or given us an inheritance of fields and vineyards. Wilt thou put out the eyes of these men? We will not come up. And Moses was very wroth and said unto the Lord, Respect not thou their offering. I have not taken one ass from them, neither have I hurt one of them. And Moses said unto Korah, be, uh, be thou and all thy company before the Lord, thou and they, and Aaron tomorrow, and take every man his censer, and put incense in them, and bring ye before the Lord every man his censer, two hundred and fifty censers, thou also and Aaron, each of you his censer. And they took every man his censer, and put fire therein, uh, fire in them, and laid incense thereon, and stood in the door of the tabernacle of the congregation of Mos- with Moses and Aaron, and Korah gathered all the congregation against them unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And the glory of the Lord appeared unto all the congregation, and the Lord spake unto Moses and unto Aaron, saying, Separate yourselves from among this congregation, that I may consume them in a moment." So what has happened here is we see Korah has now at this point, we're getting ready for this showdown and Korah has gotten, it seems, the whole nation to be on his side, standing against Moses and Aaron. How often it is that the crowd is wrong. How often it is that the popular opinion is not the opinion of God. Here we see Moses and Aaron, they're in this doorway, they're ready for this showdown. Every man is there that has taken part in this uprising and God says, hey, you need to make some distance between you and these people so that I can wipe them out. Verse 22, and they fell upon their faces and said, O God, the God of the spirits of all flesh, shall one man sin and wilt thou be wroth with all the congregation? And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, speak unto the congregation, saying, get you up from about the tabernacle of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. 
And Moses rose up and went unto Dathan and Abiram, and the elders of Israel followed him. And he spake unto the congregation, saying, Depart, I pray you, from the tents of these wicked men, and touch nothing of theirs, lest you be consumed in all their sins. So they got up from the tabernacle of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram on every side. And Dathan and Abiram came out and stood in the door of their tents, and their wives, and their sons, and their little children. And Moses said, Hereby shall ye know that the Lord hath sent me to do all these works, for I have not done them of my own hand. If these men die the common death of all men, or if they be visited after the visitation of all men, then the Lord hath not sent me. But if the Lord make a new thing, and the earth open her mouth and swallow them up with all that appertaineth to them, and they go down quick into the pit, then ye shall understand that these men have provoked the Lord. And it came to pass, as he made an end of speaking all these words, that the ground clave asunder that was under them, and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up, and their houses and all the men that appertained unto Korah and all their goods, they and all that appertained to them went down alive into the pit, and the earth closed upon them, and they perished from among the congregation, and all Israel that were round about them fled at the cry of them, for they said, Lest also, or lest the earth swallows up also. There came out a fire from the Lord and consumed the two hundred and fifty men that offered incense. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Speak unto Eleazar the son of Aaron the priest, that he take up the censers out of the burning and scatter thou the fire yonder, for they are hallowed. Now, this story, of course, is a, a fantastic display of God's power. It's, it's an, an amazing story in the Word of God. What we see here is a group of people who grew discontented with the position God had put them in. They were upset. And because they were upset, they turned their attention to the human leader of their group, which was Moses. And Moses could honestly say, I haven't done anything of my own accord. I have followed God's plan and God's leading. It's not me that you have a problem with. It's God for putting you in your position, which, by the way, is a position that is special. They just wanted more. You notice back there in uh, in verses uh, 12 through 14 when Korah's men are complaining to Moses they they say we we came out of a land flowing with milk and honey and you haven't brought us into a land flowing with milk and honey they came out of Egypt they came out of a land of bondage and the reason they're not in the in promised land is because they stood against Moses and Aaron and Caleb and uh, and and they they refused to go into the promised land it's their own fault they're in the position they're in but they won't acknowledge that and instead they turn to the leadership and say it's your fault lord help us to be more like moses and aaron in this situation and turn to him and be humble and pray than to be like korah 